0: Hi, I'm Joe Madden and you are listening to Halfway Around the Halo. Fires the first! The Angels have no hit! The Seattle Mariner racing back to the track!
1: Welcome back, finally, finally, to another episode of Halfway Around the Halos, the LA Angels UK podcast, number three ranked account in the UK on the latest Baseball Brit rankings. Uh, This is season four, episode eight. I'm, of course, Nick Wright, your host. And honestly, I'm really glad to be back and chat some Angels Baseball because a lot has happened since we last recorded. And to be honest, we've got to apologise because it's pretty pathetic from us. We only recorded once in... June, and that was an emergency podcast after our good friend Joe got fired. So, apologies for our lack of podcasting. Life's just kind of got in the way. I've been on holiday a number of times, as Dave just pointed out to me off screen. He's got lots going on in his life. He's a busy man in his old age. So, we got to apologize for that. We'll try and make these more regular again. But yeah, we're back. We're going to talk some Halo's baseball today. There's loads been going on, and we'll touch on the main ones and what's what we think is going to happen and what's been happening, and yeah, I mean, miserable times really in Halo World, but
0: interesting, interesting. David, how you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. Um, miserable times indeed, but we're trying, going to try and put a positive spin on this. But um, I apologise in advance if we can't. Because it's the same old, really. Why are you promising a positive spin? I haven't promised that. Speaking well, we always of try to have some sort of positive positivity by the end of this, but um. Well, let's, just, let's see what happens over the next few minutes or so.
1: I haven't actually, uh, I don't usually put screenshots up of our um, thing, but David's wearing a, I don't know why I keep calling you David, very formal tonight. He's got, he's got his angel's wife beater on, so. <laughs> he looks it as like, well. And, he got, and he's got a tinny. It's a Friday night. We don't usually record these on a Friday night. He's in his element now. Proper West Ham. Proper West Ham right now, so uh, no, it's good to see you, really good to see you, and uh, you're smiling, missed that smile. How's your, how's your own baseball going? Let's get to the nitty-gritty before we get going
0: on the halos. Uh, I mean, I, I can talk about this sort of thing a long time normally, so thankfully, yeah, we've, we've been losing quite a lot, uh, we've probably already had of playoffs, uh, we're halfway through the season, we, we've had a torrid, torrid time, we got swept last week, swept week before, I think we've won one in six now, bad times bad times so uh, and we're going to be going away this week to a very very strong uh these london latin boys who we you know we split with earlier in the season so yeah we'll
1: remember, see what happens i remember you're very happy with that split weren't you
0: yeah no, they're a good team they were a good team so uh, yeah it'll be another tough one but these things happen you know get to the summer you get holidays and people going away like trying to do a podcast certain members of the team aren't around so uh, it just happens and um we'll battle away on the weekend as well and hopefully you can turn it around
1: Yeah, no, good, good. I'm glad
0: that's all covered. And
1: your own personal performance, any good ones?
0: Mediocre. I'm mediocre. Back to form. Back, back back to form. Yeah, Uh, 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 yes. Let's move on. Let's
1: move on. Thank you, thank (laughs) you, Halos on Apple TV tonight. We've got a nice easy series on the road against the Astros. So that'll be fun, won't it? We then go on a nice actual road trip to Miami and Baltimore where we'll probably lose loads, but we'll talk about that forthcoming stuff in the later in the show. Dave, when we last spoke, we were in the midst of a losing streak that saw Joe Madden get fired. That streak continued, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> didn't that's why didn't quite have the same impact as say the Phillies when they changed their manager did it
1: no yeah. it didn't it didn't i think we sacked him on the seventh didn't we and then i think we lost i think we only lost one more after that didn't we um in the streak i think we'd lost was it 12 or yeah. maybe i yeah. mean the, the, the record <laughs> maybe, wasn't
0: exactly great was it I think, we,
1: I think possibly we'd lost 12 when Madame was sat, and then we, Lost another two, and then we finally broke the streak, although have continued to lose really since. Hmm. What following that, or before we get on to like what's been happening, how do you feel now? A few weeks removed from Madden being fired, never in place, although not currently, and we'll talk about that again afterwards. But what are your
0: views now, a few weeks on, about it? Have they changed or much of the same? I still think it's much the same. I mean, we're losing close games. We're blowing leads. You know, you don't have that real faith at the back end of the pen like you used to at such. I don't know, maybe Iggy's slightly turning the corner and has been slightly better, but you still worry when the ball goes in the seventh and the eighth and who's taking it and stuff like that, in my opinion. Um, I still think it's very much the same. And as I sort of just alluded to, I don't feel that there's been that real massive shake-up since the change obviously there was one little incident which um, sort of got a few heads turned and <laughs> boiled up some temperatures but performance wise yes we've had some good performances in there but we certainly don't have that consistency yet of in performance and there really is a massive split whatever sort of lineups you're putting out there the inconsistency of the bottom half of the lineup with the bats you know it's they can we, we can we can light up or it can really go off the ball very very quickly and we don't we just don't seem to have that consistency with all areas clicking at once like it was at the start of the season still 5 to 9 in the lineup is honestly so bad
1: i think mm. we've got the biggest splits in the majors in the discrepancy between ops at 1 to 4 and then 5 to 9 it's just no comparison you any team that we're playing knows if you can get through our top 4 we're probably not scoring runs um and it just changes the way they pitch to them, doesn't it? If you yeah. if you know you've got people coming up afterwards that are probably going to strike out or probably going to weak ground or double play, whatever, they're going to pitch differently to you. Um, and I think I'm kind of the same with you with the Madden-Nevin situation. There's no way on earth I would have sacked him. I still don't believe it was the right decision. I still don't believe that we should have done it or that it really fired up that team. And it deprived us of getting the chance to see him with a Mohawk. So ultimately (laughs) that's the biggest travesty of all of this. We didn't get to see that, but he is, we said at the time, he deserved the respect. He deserved the season. This season is not going anywhere again. Um, We just now we're maintaining that spot. We've maintained for many years now where we just hover below 500. Don't we, we flirt with it for a bit. We sometimes get back to it. We then drop a few games back under and, the situation just keeps going and going like that. So I'm still disappointed. We made the move and I've seen nothing. And, but to be honest, I wouldn't, wouldn't have expected to see much. I don't think Madden was ever the problem with this team. And it is clearly being proven that that's the case. I hope Nevin, I wish him the best. I hope he does well. I hope he's a good manager for the Halos this year. And somehow they turn it around and go on a tear. It's not happening, but hopefully they can do it. I think playoff, since the start of the streak to now, I think playoff odds for the Halos have dropped from 77% to 15%.
0: Um, we should really just say it all, shouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, when you think about the Rendon injury as well, I know it wasn't quite bad at the beginning of the season when he was in there as well, just gave that bit of protection. You've lost the bat with that. Um, you know, you've got the inconsistencies in the bullpen. Aaron Loup is just a shadow of what he was from when he started you know, there's too many holes at this moment in time. Ren Hefo had a good start. P tailed off massively in June as well. Um, you know, those guys who were stepping up at the time, you know, but it's the consistency part which is why baseball is such a tough sport and why you look don't look at the small sample sizes, right, because it, it can change just like that and, you know, the good guys are going to be good but realistically, that's not, it's not enough to keep, get us through the entire season without some major moves and, we know what's probably going to happen. We're not going to really sell. We're not going to really buy. We're sort of going to have this little perpetual nothingness <laughs> going in. We could be surprised. Um, but something massively needs to change in the next few weeks now for, for anything to happen. I mean, we're not a million miles away still from wild cards. It's not out of the question. It can still turn around. But they got to turn around quick. And the three-game set of Houston isn't looking great to start that.
1: No, I'm not not optimistic. I've lost that wheel now. I've lost that wheel to be optimistic because I just don't see things changing. And losing Rendon was a major issue. I said it, to be fair. There's two things I was going to say here in terms of old takes. One, absolutely exposed on Aaron Loop. We both thought he was fantastic at the start of the season. And as relievers go, they're so volatile, week by week, month by month. They're volatile and he's really disappointing. What I did say, though, at the start of the year consistently in the off season and at the start of the season was I said we were at least a bat short I said every time that where we needed to spend money and people disagree some people said we didn't need to spend money on a bat we needed pitching 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 pitching's been fine the pitching's been pretty good to be honest starting pitching in particular the rotation yeah obviously like it's not been perfect but I don't think you could ask much more from the starting rotation so far the five guys in there I mean like Sandoval's been great. Shohei's been out of this world now. Like syndergaard has been, to be honest, as good as we could have expected. home uh, he's
0: been brilliant, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, considering <laughs> solid at home. Some bad, some bad starts in there for all of them, but ultimately really good. Lorenzen, fantastic. Like again, some bad starts, but generally been a fantastic addition to the rotation. Um, and so starting pitching's been fine, but We needed a bat, and it's been proven. You cannot go through... And as soon as Rendon went down, it was just amplified further. You cannot go... I'm sorry, you can't go into this season with Tyler Wade, Andrew Velasquez, Manning, like, second base and shortstop and expecting to do well. As good as they are defensively, you just cannot afford people that can't hit in a team like ours, I don't think. And I said it all off-season, and I'll continue to say it. We should have gone out and got a shortstop that can hit. And one of the bright spots in the last week or so has been Lewis renhifo And I've always liked him. I've always said on the show, I liked him and keep waiting for him to be consistent. And so hopefully he's going to add something. He's got some pop, obviously he's got some speed. He does everything pretty well. So hopefully he's going to add something there. And now like, it's really funny. We talked about this, didn't we? A few pods ago, David Fletcher, like where do we put Fletcher when he comes back? Where can you have him? Like, does, is there even space for him? We absolutely need him back. And I know he wasn't hitting at all well back in the last year and this year, but you've got to, fingers crossed, hope that was just injury-related and he wasn't able to do what he'd normally do because of the hit. So,
0: slotting Fletch back in there after the All-Star break, fingers
1: crossed, could be a bit of a spark at the bottom of the lineup.
0: No, absolutely. He could be quite vital for us now for the rest of the season, as you say, and you hope it was injury-related, which is why he went, and that's why he wasn't doing great to start with. But, you know... Even if Velasquez is the one staying it's short or rotating that round, Fletcher needs to get back in there now. And then we've got to have fingers crossed that we get back to the uh, the Fletcher, of the 290s or the 300s and stuff like that. And he's up there and he's getting on base and maybe through his slap hits over to right field, but not necessarily walking. But, you know, it, it could be important. How much longer is it until you reckon he's back? I think it's up. up right? Right? He's yeah. taking
1: BP's. Taking grounders, so
0: yeah, I saw some of the grounders, so I know that. Yeah, I saw he was in the part. cages
1: the other day as well. So fingers mm-hmm. crossed. I think
0: after the All Star break, he should be back. Yeah, big player. Could be a big, big player. You know, he's gold glove caliber second baseman. So, yeah, you need that in there.
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, we need something. We need a bat. And we need something to be a spark. And what have you made of young McKinnon? I don't know how much you've been able to see of him because I know you haven't been able to watch as much Angels baseball as you'd like to. Have you seen much of McKinnon? And do you think he has a role to play in the big league club going forward?
0: I mean, it's tough trying to find your feet in a team that's so hit and miss as well. So, you know, when, when your bottom five, as we're talking about, are struggling so much as a collective to then come in and have to make an impact or try to make an impact... That's not going to be easy. He, he can't come in. in a, he's not coming into a winning team and, and settling himself in. So it's really hard to judge him on probably, what, nine games, nine, ten games that he's had. You know, it, it's not, it's too early to really tell. I, I hope he does something because, let's face it, um, we all have a full alike. So I um, want <laughs> them to do well. They really do look alike.
1: <laughs> it is tough to tell them apart sometimes. Right. for a quick
0: second you're gonna fall about is is Syndergaard the aging for himself Have
1: they allowed it just Tech Thor isn't it yeah. <laughs> but um no I, I've been I've been i mean I think he's done okay he's had some good plate appearances looks like he's got some decent discipline he obviously scored a couple of important runs for us uh drove in a couple of important runs so yeah. you know, it's been a promising start without being anything extraordinary I'd say. Long term, I'm still not convinced. I mean, it's so tough, isn't it? Thirty two round. I love the story. A thirty two round pick, and he said he lost all these seasons, like lost to COVID, had major injuries, didn't know if he was able to continue. He started a family. I was reading an athletic article on him. Started a family with his wife, and so he didn't know if he could continue minor league baseball because obviously you just don't get paid and Mm moved back in with his parents to save some money, that kind of thing. But fair play to him. I really. Wish the success on him. Those are the stories we love about baseball. Yeah. Same with Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh is eventually going to get paid and hopefully yeah. by the Angels. And McKinnon's the same sort of story. Um, and You just want to see those guys do well. So fingers crossed.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree with you. You love the underdog. Love an underdog.
1: Yeah, especially us Brits. We love an underdog, don't we, in particular. That's
0: why we love the Angels. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, although... <laughs> Sometimes you do have to have to wonder, don't you? Whilst <laughs> we're here, one of the good things about the Angels this year, like you may have noticed, Dave, I'm wearing my world champions 20th anniversary shirt, which arrived in the mail the other day. And I just wanted to shout out, he's probably not listening, but I know some of our listeners will feel the same. Shout out Patrick O'Neill, who sent me this. But honestly, not just that he is just been a breath of fresh air to the angels broadcast for me. He toes that line perfectly. I think between Homer enthusiasm and professionalism. And I think for me personally, other people I know will disagree and they always do. And everyone has opinions on their broadcasters. But for me, he's exactly what I want. He's clearly a fan. He clearly passionate about this team, right? Okay. He's overly optimistic because I think that kind of goes with the role. Um, but yeah. he's been he's been fantastic. So great with the fans as well. Him and Gooby, I think we're lucky to have them as a pair. And I yeah. really hope that the Angels recognise that and Bally Sports West recognise that and he can get a full-time gig with them maybe
0: would, the rest of the season next year. Would you, um, would you um, push Matty V out and just have Patrick O'Neill full-time? I mean, we don't need to push Matty V
1: out. Matty V doesn't turn up to work.
0: (laughs) He's a sick note.
1: (laughs) He's AWOL. He's too busy in Jersey. I don't know. I think next year... um, Can you hear those sirens? That's London. Metropolitan London for you. There we go. Um, I think next year, I don't know if there's something going on with his ESPN contract or whatever, and I think we'll get to a point where he might commit to the Angels. But I think he's happy on the East Coast. So... For me, I give I give Paddy O the, the long-term gig. I really like him and love what he's doing right now. But, yeah, also just shout out to him for sending me this. And he sent me a pin and LA King stuff and a nice note. Just everyone. I love the Angels family. I, I get this sort of stuff all the time. People are so generous. People want to send you things. They want to just show their thanks, I guess, for our support over here. And uh, that reminds me, I've still got some stuff at my flat for you. So,
0: Hey, he keeps that. he keeps bottling our meetups though. Bottling our meetups, I get told an hour after I get home. I'd oh, you fancy a beer? It's like, I'm going back to London.
1: What's down? I, that's why, because he went home so early from work. Wasn't was that, I Did yeah Thank God, I wasn't Changed. expecting it. Um, moving on, then one of the other bright spots, and it's we haven't spoken about him at all yet. Let's just discuss Shoei Atani's June. The numbers on the guy in June were just, it's really hard to explain how good they were. I don't think he's ever had a better month. And I might be wrong with that because he has a lot of good months. But the stats on him were something like he had an 11-game hit streak. He obviously had the career-high 8 RBI versus KC. The next night he went and goes a career-high 13K. He had the hardest home run of his career on June 25th versus Seattle, which was 118 miles per hour. And he's thrown 21 and two-thirds consecutive scoreless innings and counting currently, which is the longest streak of his career. I think his stats for the game started in June were 3-0 and with a 0.34 ERA right, in 26 innings and 36 strikeouts. And he hit 355 with six homers, 17 RBI, and a 1.189 OPS. Sorry, what? What? Like, this is... We're not particularly stats-heavy show, right? That's not really our niche. Other people do that. (laughs) But those stats are just mind-blowing, aren't they? They look quite good. They look quite good stats. How do you comprehend just how good he is as a baseball player? I don't understand it. Dave, just eulogise for me. Just... Just talk about Shohei and what he means to you. <laughs>
0: it means everything at the moment. He's he's the point. He's, he's the franchise along with Mike Trout, obviously. Um, it's unbelievable. You know, you think about the June that he's just had, and the twenty-four hours that he had as well. What was the two home runs, eight RBIs, and then a eight-inning start afterwards as well? It was an unbelievable month that he's put up, and you know, to continue to perform at this level as well. It's unbelievable, <laughs> almost speechless. You know what was it in June? He's got four one one records, and he's your front end. You know, front line. He is an ace, hundred yeah. percent. Um, You know, it's it's quite hard really to understand how, how impressive it is. And we're saying exactly the same things as we did last year on, mm. on that miraculous season that he had last year. Now he hasn't hit that level with the bat this year, but his pitching over the last four or five weeks is is comparable with yeah, what he, he was producing he, he, last year.
1: Well, it's better, I'd say. He, oh, took yeah. a, he took a little bit of time to get his feet in this year, I think. But he's pitching on the mound now. He's so ace-like, as you say. He's just got so many ways of getting people out. He's got so mm. many pitches, so oh, many elite pitches.
0: Just dirty, isn't it? And, and But the best thing I love looking at his stats, in June, seven walks in June, in 29 innings, yeah. 29.2, you know? He, he, he was having 11, 12 walks in his one appearance when he first started last season, you know, at the beginning of the year. It's like he's learned how to pitch, which sounds crazy. But he's learned how to pitch and not just throw gas. And now uh, he, he's got people off balance. Like they don't know what's coming unless he's tipping pitches in New York. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it really is rather impressive as to what he's doing. And... I haven't actually seen the all-star voting on the pitchers' side, but he's got to be in there of a shout, surely. They don't second.
1: They don't don't do voting on the pitchers, do they? Or not initially, anyway. It's done by done by coaches. Uh, Okay. It's all. It was only position players in the first round of all-star ballot. But he finished second in the DH. And I was going to say that. I mean, we'll get back to Showy in a second. But Taylor Ward was absolutely robbed in that final bit. Yeah. Two Blue Jays got ahead of him, and neither of them deserves to be ahead of him. And that's just Angels fans not voting and Blue Jays having the whole of Canada voting for them. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just, you might get in there still. I really feel for him. I hope the players and the coaches put him in as a reserve because he deserves to be there. He deserves to be an all-star. Absolutely. But going back to Shohei, just... I know that Talking Halo is recorded about this earlier and I haven't listened yet. So I haven't listened to Jared and Nate. So I don't know what they have to say. I don't know if you have. No, but they, I know they were talking about the issue of do you trade Show Hey? I know you and I have gone back and forth on whether he's going to resign or not for the last year. And I know we're in different camps and you've always said he will resign and I've always said there's no chance he resigns. I, the more this season goes on, I'm sure you're coming over to my way of thinking because he wants to win, right? There's only so much money that you can throw at a guy where he just says, I can get this sort of money anywhere.
0: Or any uh, of the teams and some of them are gonna win. Thing is, I think he can get the money he wants and win somewhere else still, can't he? That's basic. That's what I mean.
1: Yeah. There's um, no amount of money we can throw at him that the Dodgers can't, or the Astros can't, or whoever, yeah, the Mets yeah. can't, or I don't yeah. like throwing the Mets in there because they're already in their collapsing mode and it's only June. Um mm. but you know what? Like
0: it's gonna be horrible, it's gonna be painful, but I, so, so do I, you trade him? oh because you're gonna right now a year and a half left you're
1: getting an absolutely huge haul i don't even know who could put together a package good enough for shohei but if you trade this now you are getting franchise altering prospects potentially
0: yeah but i mean this this is now possibly on the same level of conversation about do you trade mike trout before his extension You know, you was always talks of what is the right package for someone like Mike Trout before he signed that extension. But it it could be even harder.
1: But it was different with Mike Trout because you always thought in the back of your head that he would re-sign. He really didn't give any indication that he wanted to leave. He loved it.
0: So absolutely. But the conversations around what would a package even look like? Where do you even start? What would be fair? Would it ever be right? Because of the hit and miss nature of, of prospects anyway. And... Sure. I think you're you're almost in that camp now with Shohei because he's a frontline ace and it's <laughs> not pretty bad with the bat as well. Yeah. Um I, I mean it, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I don't I don't personally trade him now. Not now, maybe in off season with a year left, but I can't see how unless you are absolutely now gonna wave the white flag, you're not doing it this year. And how much you're gonna strip back I don't, I don't know. Because if you're if you're getting rid of Atani now, you're looking at trade value for anybody else potentially in that team, right? You're not gonna Yeah, sure. You're, you're punting off the season. So you, you think can you get anything for Sindegaard? Can you get anything for And Can you get anything for anybody at this point? Um Yeah. No, you know. you're, you're right. So, if you sell show hey okay now, you sell everyone. Yeah, it's I said, it's all or nothing. You, you let show hey go, that's where you're setting your stall out, and that's it. I mean, I, depending on what the package looks like, I suppose. I mean, if you if is it feasible that you let show you hey, go and you get a, a couple of big enough impact packs along with the prospects, along with impact arms, along with prospect arms, so that's got to be this level of package you're looking at, yeah. surely. Yeah, it does. But- <sighs> It's just it's package not... dependent. <laughs> package <laughs> dependent. That's what your wife said as well when you met her, wasn't it? Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, so I d I don't know. A little bit blue for everyone now, isn't it? So um like, I I don't want to sell show Haywood season. That that would just be a horrible thing to comprehend with no guarantees of success in this season. Um I think if you're going to do it, it's got to be at the end of the season. For what difference in value? I don't think there'll be much more difference in the value you're going to get between now and four months' time, five months' time. I
1: I think I think prospect packages would be different with a year and a half to a year left. You got teams in playoff push now; they're usually willing to overpay a bit to to go all in. I don't know. I think if you're personally, I think if you're trading him, it should be now at the deadline. Yeah, I know, but and if you don't trade him at the deadline, you keep him for next year. That's my view. You either trade him now and get maximum package or you save him and go all in again next year.
0: Oh, I don't like this conversation, Nick. I really don't.
1: Well, no one does because no one wants to lose him. I dread the day that Shohei's no longer an angel and we no longer have that excitement to watch that makes it all worthwhile every fifth day. And to be honest, the only reason we've won any games recently
0: is because I mean, yeah, (laughs) I mean you can sell me on it I, I can see the reason why you would i can see it because it will be huge and you're really replenishing a lot of areas of the farm system and also the everyday lineup as well um because he is going to cost an absolute fortune and i can't see him taking that much of a reduction where we will then be able to do anything anywhere else which is quite annoying to talk about really we're not we're not as bad as an Oakland or someone like that but we all know we're not going to spend what we need to do to put a supporting cast around him and trail and Rendon's uh, not Rendon because of his how good he is but because of that contract
1: 120 million plus on three players it's just not
0: well yeah I mean it's not it's not as much as those guys but what Iggy's on 16 now for the next three years you know it's Mm. I, I, where do you have Luke's your money elsewhere?
1: Loop's on eight and a half, isn't he? As well. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a two-year deal. Toperi got a two-year deal, didn't he? Yeah. Pretty sure he's on decent money. Like. I,
0: really, I wish there was a way you could dump Vendone's contract somewhere. <laughs> with
1: Atani. It's the one the one option you would have. I guess is if you're trading Atani, take fewer. Properties. I'm trying to keep Atani. Yeah, I know, but I honestly. Oh, think you got that money. I think the only way you get out of those lie. contracts is if you chuck him in with Shohei, and that's obviously not happening. That just this no. this is not this is not an organization that does that. And I think Perry Manassian has some has some Kahunas on him, and he might think about it. But there's no way that gets signed off from the top because that's the one thing why Shohei won't be traded. It's at the top. It's the complaint everyone has about Moreno that he's not a baseball man, he's a businessman, and the business aspect in terms of Japanese revenue must be ridiculous for the franchise. There's no way he's going to want to lose that, which is why the one shot I guess you have at him just throwing ridiculous money to keep Atani, like 50 million plus a year, and he might sign that, but then you know you're not winning. You know that he's just signing himself up to 10 years of losing seasons because we can't afford to pay that well, much money to three
0: players. Well, we probably can afford to go over, but we won't, that's the difference.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. when I say I can't afford, I mean, because we know what Angel's budgets typically are. We yeah. can't afford to do it in the sense that we can't afford to keep losing, but we would keep losing if we signed that deal. Honestly, there isn't, right now there is no perfect solution. You either trade a guy and get a hole and lose the best player in baseball, or well, the most exciting player in baseball mm-hmm. anyway, and most talented player in baseball, Or one of the reasons to wake up at 3
0: a.m., even if you do it, you
1: know. Yeah, or you keep him and lose him in free agency in a year and a half, and you get nothing for him, you get another year watching him play baseball. Probably one,
0: you get one draft pick
1: compensation. Yeah, you probably get (laughs) another season of exciting watching him and then he's gone. Or you re-sign him for ridiculous money, and you can't build a winning team anyway because you have no money to buy anyone else. Honestly,
0: it's a lose, 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 lose.
1: Lose, lose, lose. And I don't think it's really hit enough people yet. The, the situation we're in with Shohei, where well, there is no good outcome for the franchise, in my view.
0: I tell you what, these four years have gone quick, haven't they?
1: Yes, they have. Is that all it's been? Mm-hmm. It's
0: been four, maybe even five. Yeah. If it's
1: next year. Five, yeah. Mm. That, of, yeah. Oh, well we yeah. lost we lost one of them, didn't we? We lost one of them in pitching. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Shohei, you're fantastic. I love watching you. Please don't leave us, but also please
0: don't cost us too much. We'll give you room and board if you come from England. There's a there's a reason <laughs> to stay.
1: Yeah, we will uh, We'll bring you up we, here along as well. In fact we'll, <laughs> we'll put you up. So don't you worry about that. We'll take you to Home Run House. Plug. But I could take you there. I could take you to Home Run House, London. And if anyone's listening to this. Today, Saturday, the second of July, we got a watch party with the MLB UK community. So please do come along. we Would love to see some more Angels fans there. Um, Dave, I've been thinking also, and if you're listening to this, Halos fans in the UK, let me know if you want to do this. But I really want to try and find a date where we can all get out to Home Run House and watch an Angels game. There's a few coming up, I know, where in August, I think where we got some six o'clock and nine o'clock starts at the weekend, It'd be really great if we could try and get a little. Uh, Watch party going uh, with Angels fans. The first Angels fans you game meet up. Uh, I don't know if you'd be up for that. Yeah, i will be up for that. Absolutely. Are you going to wear that vest? Absolutely. (laughs) It's not going to be warm enough. It should be warm enough in August. It It won't be. Are we going to get get in the cages again?
0: We'll get in the cages.
1: you see see my homer today?
0: I didn't look like a homer to me.
1: Crept over the wall. Superb. 90%
0: 90 boost, at least. Well, no boost on that, baby. Oh, it was. 100% of the boost.
1: Don't, don't need any boost for these these power arms. What a swing that was as well, by the way. Absolutely
0: crushed. If you say so yourself with your 28-inch aluminium bat.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, I can teach you a few things, can't I? As as Dave knows, he always loses to me in the cages. So. <laughs> Moving on slightly. So. Oh, the angels are calling me up. After they've seen that swing today, they called me up. I actually, I actually did one without the boost uh, earlier on by mistake. Oh my god, it's so different! <laughs> literally, just barely gets out of the infield.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's, it's not easy. It it is mad. Well, yeah, those soft balls we're just trying to hit just don't go anywhere. They
1: don't go. They don't go anywhere at all without the boost. Literally, I absolutely crushed one. It went like what one fifty, and I was just like. Get the boost on now. So obviously, I yeah. only put, put 10% boost on, and that was enough for me to clear the wall. But um, an absolute stud. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So we got Houston for three. <sighs> Do you have any optimism going
0: into this series at all? Abs- absolutely none. <laughs> I just think Houston are too good. And we, I don't remember the last time we've had a good see- series at Houston. You know, we always seem to, I mean, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I really, really want to be, but I, I think they're going to own, own our souls over the next few days.
1: Yeah. we got Lorenzen, and, Lorenzen, Sandoval and
0: Suarez on the mound. I mean, I think they're going to absolutely dispatch Suarez. Um, I thought he did he did really well coming out uh, after, obviously, that game last week. Um, and I actually prefer him coming out the pen, Suarez. I don't think he's consistent enough from the start. And against Houston, I think they're going to get to him as well. I think, you know, Lorenzen and Sandoval, they're going to battle and they're going to do well. But ultimately, I don't trust us to be able to hit the Astros enough to make up for it. At, um, least, there's
1: no, at least there's no Verlander. That's nice. He's yeah. not too
0: bad at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think they've got Javier, Akidi, and Valdez. So, I mean, they're all
0: pretty good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so
1: you're going you're going three defeats.
0: I really I I never talk about us being swept,
1: but I just I just can't see it. Three defeats. I'm going three defeats. Then we got two in Miami, four with Baltimore. Got to be a little bit more optimistic going in there. Miami's pitching's really good. Their hitting's not so great. I know I saw Jorge Soler's going on the IL today, so that's a power bat out the lineup for Miami. Orioles have been much better this year. Still not great, but better. Well, they're, not as, they're
0: not as bad as we probably thought they should be. They, you know, and obviously, we, we didn't do as, as well against them at the start of the season. No, we always
1: lose against them anyway, don't we? Yeah. Um, so,
0: so where mean, do you I think
1: you're
0: going with It's actually a really important two series that to really see where we're at. You know, we, These are the sort of teams. Not so much the Astros, but... You no. Know, Marlins and Orioles are the sort of teams that we need to be competing against and trying to get two series wins out of that. But I don't know. I think we split with the Marlins. And how many How many in Baltimore? Four. Four. I'm going to say three-one. We, we are going to get the series win in Baltimore. Yeah. And I, I need to be positive somewhere. Because otherwise I'm just going to sound like a real negative person. I wanted to swear that you can swear i just put the explicit bit on so <laughs> i'm trying to turn a new leaf turn oh, a page.
1: Well, well done you very proud of you
0: um i think we three and three i
1: don't know yeah and then we lose three to the astros so again the road trip with three wins six defeats sounds about right to me
0: yeah yeah uh, I yeah I, I, I can't say you're wrong now but I, I just want to be wrong <laughs>
1: Oh, I'd love to be wrong, but who knows. What we did see, though, Dave, and you touched on it there, we touched on it earlier, we did see some fight from this team, didn't we? (laughs) Literally and metaphorically in a game against Seattle, which, you know, we lost control of early, um, very deliberately. Austin Warren got suspended for it in as a starter to hit their – well, throw at one of their guys and then hit another one. What did you make of that whole scenario? Because right for me, everyone on Angels Twitter and everyone related to the Angels has been talking about this and how it was deserved and how they clearly threw at Mike Trout. They went out to the mound, threw at Mike Trout. If we're being completely objective, and I try to be, I don't necessarily do this in some domains, i.e. Twitter, because I don't always think it's worth it. And it's also really fun just to wind up Mariners fans. we well, are an absolute
0: troll. Yeah,
1: and also what I did say was, regardless of my views, which I'm about to say, I love the fact we backed Mike Trout because Mike Trout thought it was deliberate. I think the franchise owed him to do what we did. So I'm very glad about that. But objectively, I really, really don't think they were intending to throw at Mike Trout's head. The bloke couldn't throw a strike to save his life. But like, obviously the plan was throw up and in on him because that is the book on Trout quite often but if we're being realistic did they try and hit him not convinced in that situation the nine when they're trying to close out a game that's just me what's your take on the whole thing but yeah I was very happy that we retaliated
0: yeah no I I hate to say it I, I do agree with you on that line now I'm not I'm not personally a fan of frying at someone's head. Something can go very wrong, especially the how hard they throw. Take the ribs, take the backside. You know, if you know, go for it like that. Well, that's um, what Chad said, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And you know, as as a connoisseur of an injury on a baseball field, team, <laughs> um, it, it's, I, I just don't get it. We've seen accidents in in cricket and in, in all sports when it comes to head injuries. You don't want to go down that line. So I'm, I'm not a fan of it. And I was actually watching it, and I was watching it with the ministers, and it was like, what's going on here? <laughs> it was like, what the hell? Could you imagine if we had Alex there and my son, and five years old? I mean, he'll be egging it all on. But, you know, it's it, it became quite unbelievable, especially the action after it by when, when we're looking at throwing behind as well. You know, throw behind, you know, throw up and in. Not, personally, I'm not a fan of the headshots or attempted headshots. Right.
1: Yeah, I didn't like us retaliating by throwing behind Julio's back either. No. Again, if you're going to do it, just hit him in the ribs. That would have yeah. done the same thing, wouldn't it? Don't throw up and in at our guy. We hit you, move on. Yeah, I do think so. <laughs> yeah, that all really... St- the umpires did a terrible job there, didn't they? Oh, rubbish. Didn't exactly that all, that all that came sure. from them. If they'd have thrown out Warren when they should have done, chirping would have been, you know, a little bit chirping, but then he would have died down but yeah. they let it they let it go and let it go and then it got to that point we had an all-out brawl but I love the fact we got an actual brawl that's the worst thing about baseball when the bench is clear and they just stand around
0: <laughs> it
1: down the pitch and just stand there like, what do you, you do now you know? yeah if you're going to do it do it properly and throw a few punches and get in some brawls and shout out Don Chitti as well for his uh, takedown
0: yeah I mean um, didn't see Jack Mayfield at the front and centre along with Anthony Rendon that's all I'm <laughs> going to say he's you know,
1: that left, that left hand is unbelievable,
0: isn't it? The, the left slap. The left bitch slap is what he exactly. did. But no, sticking up for his guy. You, and you, tell, you try and tell me that he doesn't care, you know? You're sitting there with a cast on your hand. You care. You care about your teammates. So, yeah. Respect to that as well.
1: R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Rendon hits with lefty. <laughs> this
0: is why you've been so gagging to get on online and do so you could sing that song. You've been practicing that ever I since. I just that.
1: got that. That just came into my head now. I just thought we haven't had a song yet today. So probably uh probably should get it done. Probably should get one on. Because that's what everyone tunes in for.
0: Clearly. Absolutely. That's what I, I get. That's I the have good authority that they come in for your singing.
1: That's the feedback I get, Dave. That's the feedback. Is there anything we haven't touched on in the last few weeks of Halo? We haven't really spoken about the games and the records because we are diabolical, honestly.
0: Like yeah, I mean, what will there more to be said? Really? We're we, we, just gonna be repeating the same things we've said now for two months. You know, there's not much to say when it comes to the game to game, is there?
1: No. No, there is not, but hopefully July is a new month. And things turn around and we start winning some baseball games before the All Star break it would be really nice. But Yeah. Against the Astros. How easy does it it doesn't get much easier. Doesn't does not get much easier than the Astros. Remember when they first joined the division and they sucked. That was really nice.
0: Yeah, they were the good days.
1: Yeah. We need those back. Still didn't make the playoffs, mind you, did we? So No.
0: No. But it weren't them winning it all the time. So
1: Oh, dear. Angels baseball, eh, folks? Um, We'll probably leave it there. That was a quick roundup of what we've been going on over the last few weeks and just really nice to get back to doing one of these. We'll obviously try and get back to a more regular schedule now. Um, I'm back around more and hopefully Dave can be too because we really like doing these and we like to give a little British taste on Angels baseball from what we see and our view over here, over the pond. If you like listening to us, then please do go on and subscribe. Retweet when I put this on Twitter. Give us a rating, five stars, of course, because I know you're huge fans and just continue supporting us in all the ways you already do because we really appreciate it. You can find this on all your favourite podcast platforms. So if you're not happy with the one you're listening on now, go and have a look on another because we're probably there <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate those listing figures either way. But yeah, Dave, thank you so much for coming on uh, spending your Friday night with me and your Carlsberg really appreciate it. <laughs> Any sponsorship from Carlsberg would be truly appreciated. Thank you very much. <laughs> always, always. Now let, let's do this again soon. And uh, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. And thanks for listening all go Halos. Yeah.